Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Body Spirit You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical, and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey, and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance authentic spiritual guidance right here right now many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind bodies and spirit and that's exactly what we are here to discuss so please join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn grow and heal Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You here on Blog Talk Radio. I am Tracy Liebman and I am joined tonight by my colleague and friend, Laura Morante. Hi Laura. Hi Tracy. I'm excited to hear what's on the agenda tonight. (laughs) Even though we never really know, um, we go with the flow, but Laura says she's been excited to do this for two days now. So there's been so much talk about all the energy, whether it be astrologically or just pure up, you know, people noticing the energy and going through a lot as seems like it's been happening, you know, it seems like I've said that last month. Um, And so I'm really looking forward to hearing what Spirit has to say tonight. And Laura is an authentic spiritual channel, and when she gets started, which will be after I do a little um, grounding and centering and connecting meditation for all of us, then she'll go right in and channel uh, Spirit, and we'll get to hear whatever it is that, they want us to know tonight, and everyone who listens archived, it's an interesting way that there's always a message that sounds like, ah, like I I needed to hear that, whether it be for me, and I've heard that from other people too that listen in later. So thanks everybody for joining us, and thank you so much, Laura, for being here tonight. I, I'm just going to do a quick shout out because we still have a month. Um, about my my healing retreat, which is in North Carolina. And it's going to be an intro to energy, connecting to spirit guides, connecting to nature guides. We're going to do a night of shamanistic journey drumming. Uh, you can find all the details if you're interested. The dates are the weekend of August 30th, and it's near Asheville, North Carolina, at the Mountain Light Sanctuary, which is a gorgeous place to meet. Anyway, you can go to the mind, body, spirit, you, the letter U dot com website, and then you can either put in forward slash healing hyphen retreat, or you can go um, to my name, Tracy Liebman, and you'll find it listed under there. Okay. And Laura, I know you mentioned last month, and... Um, I want to mention it again, that you are open to taking questions that are those those big life questions, right? Yeah, I want to open up a conversation with spirit. Yeah, so if anyone who's listening any time during, you know, this month, 
And you have something that, you know, I I really like um, to hear that divine wisdom about, you know, something. Give us an example. It's sort of like that idea of how to handle fear in my life, Um, Mm -hmm. kind of those big questions, right? Not just, will I get married next week? Because that's not, like, global enough. (laughs) So. Right, right. Or, you know, why do bad things happen? If something, you know, a tragedy happens, why do these things happen? Those big kind of spiritual questions. You can mail them, email them to Laura at Laura, and it's spelled, the well, they're all normal ways, L-A-U-R-A, at mindbodyspiritu, the letter U, dot com. And um, she will ask and we will receive guidance. So I guess I'm ready to go ahead and move into the the grounding exercise. I will say that if anybody has a question during this channel that's sort of regarding this channel, like how does this, you know, tell me more about a certain topic that Laura brings up or I would like to understand more about something, please feel free to call in and I'll go through and get your name and, and um your information, and if there's time and space allowed, we will take your calls. The number is 213, oh wait, that's not right, sorry, wrong number, backing up, the number is 646-595-2385. Huh, it's interesting, I'm I'm sensing right now, I, I feel this expansion within you, Laura, it's almost like, okay, hurry up and finish talking, Tracy. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> Not me, spirit. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I mean. It's not you, but yeah, I just feel this like they're ready. Okay. I feel like that for two days. <laughs> so we're ready to go. Um so in the just for the next two minutes, let's all just center ourselves in the energy. And how I'd like to do that tonight is just remind you to take three nice deep breaths. Close your eyes. And allow yourself to to move inward instead of outward. Allow the energy to move into your heart center and then down through the, the chakra system and down your legs, growing roots into Mother Earth. And as you're down there, just sense the loving, healing energy that's available to all of us. If you're, you know, needing some support, it's always nice to tap in and and feel that, that literal ground and appreciate that energy that Gaia, Mother Earth, has for us. Now just allow some of that energy to be brought up through your roots, up your legs, up the chakra system. You can just imagine it going up your spinal column if, if you're not familiar with the chakras. All the way to the top of your head, which is known as the seventh chakra, opening to the same loving energy that is above, Divine, loving, source, energy. And now imagine that just white, pure light flowing back through your crown chakra. Down the chakra system, down the spinal column, down your roots, through your legs, and back into Mother Earth. And I just want to remind us that we are all connected. And just as it's that so above, so below, it was just that's sort of where this meditation came from. And just the idea of connecting both to the earth and to above, And we can just 
sense us all being connected in this moment, whether it be right now, 8 p.m. on July 26th, or a week from now. doesn't matter in the energy. Two months, a year, doesn't matter. Okay. Thank you, everybody. And now I'm going to turn it over to Laura and Spirit. Thank you, Tracy. <clears throat> that, was, that was wonderful. And yes, they're already starting, so I'm just going to jump in <clears throat> and let them speak. Okay. Expect the unexpected. Look beyond the ego. Look beyond the body. Look beyond the mind. Look beyond the intellectual interpretation of who you think you are, and you will find you. As you look to the future and wonder what is to come, what is to be of this world, of this society as it exists now, and of and of humanity as a whole. You must begin to recognize how it, how it will never be what it was yesterday. It will never be again what it is today for this is an experience directed by an ever-changing, ever-flowing, limitless energy of truth. There is no consistency in this inconsistent energy, and there is no negative tone to that to that phrase inconsistent as we use it here in spirit. It is the spontaneity of the divine that brings us the mystery of life that allows us to recognize how glorious and masterfully this experience has been put together and how we weave together the experiences that directly influence our experience here as the individuals that we are trying to establish ourselves as. Now there's a concept to ponder, the idea that we are trying to establish ourselves as individuals because in truth, beneath the surface of this human being that you exist through, you are the energy. You are the soul. You are the spirit. You are the creative definition that is here to interject a moment of clarity in this cloud of confusion we experience as the illusion of physicality. Ah, yes, we are bringing in the big concepts tonight to expand the way you think about who you are, and we do this with a sense of purpose here. There is a directness in our tone, for we feel that it is time. It is time for so many of you to step beyond the limitations you've placed on your ability to know who you are, to understand who you are, and to act from that place of knowingness. There is no benefit any longer in in being here from that little-minded point of view that says, I am a human being and I must honor what it is this current system dictates as the way that I am to be. That is a non-confrontational, egotistically driven perspective of life that we use to deny our superior intelligence that exists within us, that comes through in moments of clarity, through what we often refer to as the intuition, as the gut instincts, as those prophetic dreams that give us a sense of what is to come. It is so exciting when we have those dreams, isn't it? When we have those visits from the great beyond. Ah, oh, we can talk about that for years, can't we? Decades into the future, we can still look back at that wondrous moment where the veil lifted for a brief second and we were able to step beyond the limitations of our physicality 
and we ponder it in wonder and awe of how it could be, how that one that we love so dearly can show up in our life through our dreams or in our daily experience through just that sense of knowing that inner recognition that gives you a feeling of familiarity, one that has you thinking of of another that you have not thought of for some time, where it comes from seemingly out of nowhere. And we hold on to those moments, don't we? For we feel that they are few and far between. And what we are here saying to you tonight is that is not how it has to be. They do not have to be so few and so far between that it is our willingness, our desire to open up and receive what it is we do not understand that will bring those interactions to the surface of our awareness. As long as we allow, as long as we allow ourselves to believe it, And it's difficult in this world, isn't it? Because there's always somebody looking to put you down for that belief or deny it blatantly to your face with facts and figures to back them up. There's There's always that scientific mind that cannot expand into this understanding of life. And yet, if we look back in history, the most educated of beings that existed on the earth plane, earth plane all recognized an intelligence beyond what we could comprehend logically. <laughs> but so many of them have been written off as half crazy, as not completely having their wits about them, And that is the part that allowed them to tap into the wisdom that most couldn't imagine carrying in their logical understanding of life. And so we must begin to recognize what it is they had in common, why it is they achieved greatness with with such an intuitive flair with such a detachment from this physical, material world. And that is what you will notice from so many of those master creators in this world, that they did so without ever being attached to their creation. They brought it in and they let it go. They brought it in and allowed this world to do with it what it would. They did not dictate how it had to be understood, how it had to be appreciated, how it had to be valued. But rather they moved on to their next creation, excited with curiosity, driven by the hope of tapping into a new understanding, a new perception of life a new creative energy looking to make its way into this physical world. Listen carefully, people. Listen carefully to the way we use the words. For there is a grace and intelligence here being assimilated into your field by your willingness to accept these words and integrate them into your understanding of who you are, what this world is all about and how we affect one another. When you look at your life and you think about what it is you want to create, what is the next step in your mind? Is it one of curiosity and excitement? Or does practical logic come first? Do we take that image of this divine future and bring it to logic and have the intellect tell us all of the reasons why it could not be possible? 
Do we share it with that one that we know will support our curious creativity? That will add a dose of excitement and support and inspiration? Or do we go to that grounded one that says, come down off of that platform and meet me at eye level so we can speak mind to mind and we can figure out all of the reasons that this just can't be. We each have those in our life, you know. the ones that will support our naive desires and the ones who will negate any positivity with an inflow of negativity. And you can look at those in your life and you can feel exactly who is who and why they have chosen to approach life from those points of view. Many feel as though the lower frequencies afford them that connection to the physical. The fear of lack is a biggie in this moment in history where so many people use that as a means to control their inspiration. They say, ah, yes, that is a beautiful dream. It would be a nice hobby. But I could never, I couldn't possibly give my life over to my heart's desire. For there is no way it could support me financially. (laughs) Ah, how often, how often the human being comes to this platform and puts their questions out there and receives their answers and come back with that exact response that that's all well and good here in this moment in this hour long exchange of energy but I cannot take it and integrate it into my physical experience because it just won't fit I cannot possibly fathom an existence where it is my duty to honor my heart's desire. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to the way I've been raised in this world that is so governed by the rules and laws by which we must abide to exist here. And we're not so much referring to the written laws. We are referring to the laws communicated from one generation to the next. We call them laws, but beneath it all we see it as fear. The fear is handed down from one generation to another. And as it is handed down, it is intensified. With each generation, the fear becomes more and more a part of who we think we are. And so we wish to readdress the term fear, to redefine what it means and how it is meant to be a part of this experience. Ah, there are so many spiritual teachers now saying fear is the enemy. Fear is what you must resist. Fear is what you must remove yourself from. And we can appreciate this inclination of the body, mind, and ego. For when you do step away from the fear, you do engage a higher frequency most of the time. But we did not create fear to run from it. We brought it into this experience to assist in the illusion of duality to give the experience dimension, excitement, a place to spring from, a platform, if you will, 
Yes, that is how we look to redefine the idea of fear and how to maneuver through this life using fear as a trigger to extend our understanding of our individual power into the faith. For that is that is what fear is, the counterpart of faith. It is the aspect of this experience that asks you to delve deep within your own sense of knowing to pull that sense of connectedness that we have to the divine forward so that we can move through the fear with certainty of a profound realization waiting for us on the other side of that fear. So you see, my friends, as we've handed down the fear from generation to generation, we have not moved through it, have we? We hold on to it or play hot potato with it, if you will. Handing it from one to another to another until someone takes it and sees it for what it is and realizes that it has no power of its own. And the only power fear has is the power that we give it. It is a tremendous challenge to the ego to allow fear to come into the experience without taking it on as an identity and reacting from that new identity. See it in this way. If we do nothing else here tonight, this is the image we want to give you so that you can use it going forward. So that when the fear surfaces in your mind, you can look at it and say, Ah, old friend, thank you for the opportunity to create in me a certainty. For when I do, I know your job will be done. And I can continue with my experience in a loving, curious, and excited manner. Feel the difference in the energy of that. Where so many people get stuck behind the fear stuck in that thought that I can't because, I can't because, I can't because, rather than I can and I will. I will try. I will extend myself in this direction and see what happens, rather than project a negative outcome with an intense certainty created by fear. Oh no, dear friends, the certainty we speak of is the the certainty in the flow of life being divinely guided. The certainty that your soul has a hand in what it is you are experiencing regardless of how positive or negative it looks to the human being. It is a time. Hmm to stop hiding behind that mask, to stop identifying with the role that you are playing and to reach deeper into your heart, into the core of your beingness to find your truth and to know that if in this moment you are feeling the fear, that it is time to identify the fear so that you can reach beyond it Identify where it came from, what it triggers in you, and why you feel that you must hold on to it, why you feel 
it brings you any sense of control or hmm, conformity. You want to recognize now that fear was never meant to define who we were. It was only meant to give us options. Options of new ways of finding our way through this maze of confusion to the single truth that exists behind all experience. The truth that all experience has purpose and meaning and value to the soul. And the value to the soul compared to the intellectual interpretation of the human being is much different. And at most times cannot be fully comprehended. There are various ways to identify how the fear is working through your experience. How it is challenging you to find your own inner sense of strength, your own inner connection to the divine. But know that beyond your logical interpretations exist layers and layers of purposeful energy. Threads of truth woven together in such an intricate pattern. It is utterly impossible for any human being to undo. You want to know with great certainty that the fear exists only because you allow it. That it is not something you have to hold on to. And it does not matter if you feel that you have been fearfully driven your entire life. It does not matter if you feel that you are at the end of your days. So what is the point of trying now? What we would say is exactly the opposite. Now is the perfect time to recognize the powerlessness of fear. To name it that. And to surrender to the truth that exists beyond it. So that that truth can pull you through. So you may feel that lightness that comes when you truly do surrender the fear, when you let it go, when you say, I do not need to feel so overwhelmed in fear, but rather, I choose to find a new way of being. I choose to create a new way of being. That's who you are, dear friends. Your own creators of your own experience. And no matter how much the logical mind likes to defend its right to feel limited by its physicality, it is only limited because it chooses to believe it is. You have a power greater than you have allowed yourself to know existing in your own being. The power to shift the way you view life. It changes everything. It really does. But if you take that stance that says, well, I'm human and this is the way things are done, so I have to follow suit, or how else will I live here? Well, you've just added your energy to the game of hot potato with the fear, haven't you? You've just given up your opportunity 
to find that individual identity you came for. When you give into a society so sick with dissent, so driven by ego, then you add your energy to it. But when you stand for what you truly feel and know about who you are as a loving being of light, about who you are as a soul connected to all other souls in this world, then you begin to shift the reality in which you experience this life. (laughs) Many people will look at you and say, ah, you're living in another reality, and you can smile back and say, yes, I am. Thank God that I can. (laughs) And so we recommend it. We recommend you give it a try. You say, I defy logic that says I must. Give in to the fear. You defy it by saying, I know the fear is only here to assist me in strengthening my bond with the divine. Because that is what fear will do. One of two things. It will assist you in strengthening your bond with the divine if you choose to use it as a platform to grow from and to move through in love with truth. Or it will separate you even further from the one known to many as God, from all other souls on the earth plane. You'll find the more you work with the fear, the more connected you feel to others. And the more you begin to understand those that are so frustrating to you, the more you begin to master the way fear moves through your own experience, the more compassion you have for those who feel so victimized by it who have created their life and identity around it. So you may ask, but why would I want to identify? Why would I want to understand or feel compassion for one that has brought me so many challenges and so much frustration in my life? Well, if you think about it and you think about how it is they have... Affected your ability to remain in the high frequencies, to remain in a balanced state of peace and self awareness, then you know that if you can assist them in finding neutrality within themselves, you may feel a little less frustrated. You may be able to find a little more peace. It's a back and forth, this life. It's a constant exchange of energy, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not. That's what happens. You've seen it. You know what a fight looks like from spirit's point of view. A game of volleyball with the energy of anger. (laughs) I hit it to you, you hit it back to me, and back and forth we go until somebody drops the ball. Now, many of you are learning that you can choose to drop the ball. You can choose to never volley it back. And we know that goes against so much of what you've learned about being brave and proud, that it is a sign of weakness to not fight back. Isn't that what so many are taught, especially the masculine form? But what we have seen, is how expansive a human being becomes when they choose to drop the ball. 
when they choose to not engage the anger, regardless of whether they feel like they are right or wrong. But when they simply say to themselves, I am done with the fight. I choose to step away from it. And I allow this other one to continue it on their own if they choose. But I will not engage it. Think of it that way. Think of the anger. Think of the fighting in that way. It's two-sided. It has to be. Or you fight yourself, or they fight themselves. But it's always a choice. It's a choice of choosing inner peace over being right sometimes, or of proving that you're right. You know, you can be right without having to prove it to anybody. What does that feed when you prove it to others? When you have to delve so deep into the anger to make your point, have you really won? (laughs) We think not. (sighs) We look to enlighten you on just how how much control you actually have over your experience, and these are just a few of the ways that you can be aware of how you are choosing to engage this life, of how you choose to take on the energy of fear, how you choose to play with the energy of anger. Let's not get us started in grief, for there is such a defiance when we bring it up. There is such a sense of mm, importance attributed to the grieving process. Not that we don't honor that that is what the human being feels they need to do. But it's becoming more of a pattern, more of a, an imprinted belief than a true sense of knowing. Because as we move closer and closer to the days of enlightenment and we begin to recognize that there truly is no death, that we as the souls that we are will take off these clown suits and move into our essential, or I don't know, or original nature of spirit, of energy. We recognize that we never ended. That there was never a moment we didn't know. But rather that we begin to know more. And we begin to expand into moments and moments and moments all at the same time. Completely aware of each and every experience occurring in each and every moment. We are so limited in human form that we cannot fully comprehend what it means to release from the physical body and move into our true nature. (laughs) Think of putting on some clothes that are about ten sizes too small for you and feel what it would feel like to take them off. Ah, the freedom, the ability to take a deep breath, the ability to move and stretch in ways that we had not been able to, to reach up, down, and around. There's so much more than that. And what we bring to you tonight is you can feel closer to that in this world, in this physical body. If you can allow yourself to believe that it is your right, it is your divine essential nature that is looking to be here in this moment, in this experience. 
as you. Not as you, the human being, but as you, the soulfully driven expression of truth that you are. And so we ask you, is this worth the effort? You here tonight, listening. You've come with your questions. You've come with your uncertainties. And you are being I'm sorry, yes, you are being given a direction to take, a step to move into, an effort that will bring about a shift in your experience. You ask, how can I make my life easier? How can I know who I am here to be? What is my purpose? How do I deal with these others? And what can I do to calm that negative voice in my head? All of you have brought these questions forward. And we say to each of you that this is the way. This effort of self-awareness this recognition of what you've given into as a human being, of how many areas of your life you have given over to what others say should be, rather than experiencing what you feel is aligned with your truth. Do you continue day after day, night after night, going through that same mundane routine because it fulfills some physical need or creates some physical personification of who you think you should be or what you think others expect you to be. Or even worse, what you have dictated as who you think you should be, according to what others have been before you. Do not give up your individuality. Do not give up your identity. Do not give it over to the fearfully driven structure. But rather choose to redefine the fear that exists in your mind. For it does not exist in your beingness. It is only in your mind. And the more you pick it apart, the more you identify it, you take away its power. You detach from it. And when you choose to use it as an opportunity to grow, you change the way fear works in you. Okay, Tracy. They definitely had a point and purpose here tonight. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. So you get it? Um, I love the way they describe the fear. I mean, it's so important because so many people, and I, I mean, I love when they said it, that people will come here and say, well, that's, that's nice, but, you know, I, I'm human and I have to pay my bills. And I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that. I cannot tell you how many times that, that really people feel like that's justification for not listening to your soul. And, you know, I know I've lived through it. I don't know about you, but when you stand up to that fear, everything changes. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to ask a uh, question from my own personal experience. Okay. You know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know, I know these teachings, right? Yeah. I am aware of them. Um, 
And what's been happening with me is this kind of, like, literally, I was listening so intently to all this talk about fear tonight, right? It's like this uh, ambiguous fear. It's nothing that I can put my finger on and say, you know, I'm scared of losing my husband. I'm scared something's going to happen to my child. I'm scared I'm going to lose my job, right? Like Mm -hmm. normal, everyday stuff. And I keep kind of going in these waves. And so when it feels so sort of like smoke and mirrors, I don't know what it is. So at the beginning they talked about saying, you know, looking at it, you know, head on. Don't just wish it away, right? Yeah. And I'm looking at it head on. And then and then it clears and then it comes back and then it clears and then it comes back. And I can tell you already have something to say, so I'll be quiet and listen. <laughs> All right. Let's see where they go. Okay. All right, let us bring to your attention that everything is energy. Energy is everything. Every thought, every inclination, every physical being, every object is energy in in form. And so you must begin there to recognize that if everything is energy and energy is continually in motion and energy is continually shifting, And the human being likes to believe it's dense, likes to believe it's solid, likes to believe that it is um, immutable. There's going to be a clashing of forces, isn't there? The idea that we, as human beings, as dense energies, like to remain, um, I don't want to say stagnant, but it's like... Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Remains not still either, but we like to remain in control of what we think we are, who we think we are, and what we think we are doing. And the primary focus here is on the idea of think. We have such uh, reliance on our logical mind now that what we think should be, we attach to and we say that it is. And that just is not so. And so as we are ever changing, the aspect of ourselves, that human part of ourselves that wants to stay the same, comes up against the ever-changing part of us. There's a confrontation within our own beingness. And the human being will feel fear when the soul says, we are growing, it is a time of expansion. And the human being says, well, I just got a handle on all this. I just got my life exactly the way I want it, and I like the way I'm living life. I do not want to change. I do not want to shift. Then there is a frustration that comes forward, and many times there is an uncertainty. An uncertainty, and the fear will be there. And the fear is there to ask you to move through the experience without the uncertainty. It is the reminder, if it shows up, that something's shifting, something's changing, something in you is looking to grow or expand. And so you can't logically identify it. As we have said before, we are multidimensional beings that cannot be fully comprehended intellectually. So do you think that you could possibly understand all of the intricacies going on within your beingness? Faith is a belief in the unknown. And if fear is asking you to find the faith, then you must say to yourself, if I cannot identify logically anything to attach this fear to, it must be something grander and more glorious than my little mind can can come up with. And that can bring about a tremendous sense of excitement. As we have said before, there is such a divinity in being excited about a future you cannot imagine and about a future you cannot comprehend. So in this moment, if you are feeling an unidentifiable fear, say, yay, I'm about to change, I am about to shift, I'm about to move into an experience that is going to afford me the opportunity to grow and expand 
in my own sense of self and my ability to be aligned with that sense of self in this physical experience. Use the fear regardless of whether you can give it a logical identity. We do not mean to imply it must always be recognized intellectually as something you can tangibly understand but rather that more often than not, it is when you cannot understand it that you are moving through the the most intense shifts in your experience. And in time, you will look back and say, ah, I see how I am different now than I was then. I cannot explain it, but I feel it and I know it, and I choose to live from it. But you see, if you get stuck in the fear, you never move beyond it. So regardless of the identity you give it, use it as a platform to spring to faith. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to add that um, the words that were coming to me, which are sort of interchangeable for faith, are trust and allow. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I'm just supposed to trust and allow this yes, this period this this period of my life. That's and exactly I'm, what they were saying. That that if you're feeling the fear and there's nothing to attach it to, then mm-hmm. it's a bigger a bigger change or shift than you can humanly comprehend. Then it's not just some some little trigger to anger that you have that you need to move beyond. Right. I also not to start up a whole nother line of interest here (laughs) three minutes to the end of our show but i've been sensing that it's like multi-dimensional and multi like karmic so it's kind of like all these different layers but anyway (laughs) and i'm just trying to go with it and and i'm just going with it well i'm going to just say something just one quick thing then Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh these are just names karma Multidimensional, right. they're just names for the different energies that we experience in this physical way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do realize that there are many different threads of truth that come together to create the experiences that you have and the sensations that you experience through your um, life there as a physical human being. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And so, yeah, you have a couple more minutes if you just want to finish up, allow yeah, the conclusion to happen. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let yourself be guided by your experience. That is what we say. Look at what you are experiencing, how you are experiencing it, and then decide which direction you choose to take this life in. Yes, you have this opportunity in every single moment of every single day to choose how you will experience life. If you will stay mad, if you will stay angry, if you will stay frustrated, or if you can choose to shift out of those lower frequency tendencies so that maybe, just maybe, you can bring a little lightness into your experience. So many people want to play the victim and say, where is my release? And we say to you, bring it on. Call it forward by creating the kind of energy that would attract that kind of relief in your experience. It is all within your own power. It is all within the intentional mind and the focus that you choose to direct your energy and your effort in this world. And the most important part is recognizing that what you think is what you project in this world. It is the energy that you use to create your situations. So you do want to be aware of what it is you allow yourself to think and where it is those thoughts take your energy. Mm. Be peace, dear friends. Be peace in all moments. In any situation you are in, find a way to bring yourself back to the peace that exists within the faith that you know to be the love that you are. Okay. <laughs> Be peace. Be peace. I love that. Okay. Well, that was perfect. It is thank perfect. And I'll just say thank you, Laura, and thank you, Spirit, for coming through. Thank you, Tracy, and thanks, everyone, for listening.
Absolutely. Good night. Have a good night.